0: We need to understand that we need to fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the mud. All of the dirt that is in the way, all of the rocks, all of the scratches, all of the scars, because once once you get there, you'll see that you have all of that beautiful path that you had to go through to get there.
1: Welcome to Luna the podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I'm here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment. Through self discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy to understand self development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today and I hope you enjoyed this episode everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had an amazing weekend. If you're tuning in on Monday and no matter when you're tuning in, I hope that your week has been good so far and that you are taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your body, you're taking care of your mind because you're worth it. And today we are having another guest episode. I'm very excited for you to listen to this one. I got to chat with one of my best friends, Julia Canineo. I met Julia this year and we've become amazing friends since then, she has a page on Instagram where she talks a lot about sustainability. She chats a lot about sustainability in the fashion industry, but in this episode, we really dive into sustainability as a whole and about sustainability as a way of living and how that impacts you in terms of your habits, how it ties into consumption of content, of things, of buying and of instant gratification. We also chat about her spiritual journey and how sustainability is really connected to spirituality in many ways. We also chat a little bit about her manifestation journey. So I hope you really enjoy the episode. It was awesome. I am so excited for you to listen. Feel free to DM me, tell me your thoughts, share this on your story if you enjoyed. And make sure to check out Julia's page because she is awesome. And without further ado, let's dive in. I hope you love it as much as I did. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Linda the podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode because I'm sitting here with one of my absolute best friends, Julia. We met through social media and through a mutual friend in the most amazing way. And I'm so excited to have her today on the pod. I've been on her podcast before and we've had many, many conversations that have been ongoing about so many things. So this is a very exciting moment. And so Yay. to get started, Ju, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your purpose behind the content that you create, and also share your sun, moon, and rising.
0: Um. Okay, so my name is Julia. Um. People call me G because my name has been mistaken a lot while I've been moving <laughs> so much around the world. Um. My moon is in Cancer. My sun is in Cancer. My rising is in Pisces, which is a lot of water in my mouth but it's amazing. It's a little <laughs> drama. We all love that. Um, the purpose behind my content is to create, well, I create content and sustainability. Well, and I studied fashion design. So it really just, it was born from a frustration that came from knowing that the fashion industry is the second industry that pollutes the most worldwide. And nobody talks about it. And we're in a climate crisis, which should be something that should be talked about more often. And I was put into a position where I'm a designer, I'm a new designer, and they didn't teach me alternatives for a solution in like for me to exist in the fashion industry without having to create new clothes, exploiting the planet. Does that make sense? Um, And I am one of those people that I do believe that we come from the ground. We come from the soil. We are carbon. We are the tree. We come from that. We just evolve into this intelligent species, which we call humans. Um, But we are just destroying where we come from. So I feel like it all comes from a a little bit of everything, really, because this connection to the planet comes from my spiritual journey in general because I was very blocked towards that until I was like what 19 that I moved out of my house and went to college and it made me it made me look into my shadow and really realize what I came here to do and of course you go back and forth because you never want to believe that your shadow is there and you never want to just accept that sometimes because it's hard you know it's part of who you are and it makes you whole. And once I accepted that, I feel like my mission, like to put it like that, I believe that my mission is really to help the planet and help earth. It's not about creating content to be famous or whatever. It's just to create a community because I cannot do this alone. We have to do this together because it involves all of us. So the more people we gather in our social media, it's a way to communicate the voice more and more and more and bring this to a no- bar talks with their friends while having a drink and a date while you're in a gym I don't know having brunch whatever it's a way of just spreading the word to a lot of places and well right now I'm focusing on Portuguese content because I'm currently in Sao Paulo Brazil I am really thinking about doing content in in English again but we'll see (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but yeah but yeah that's a little bit of that you know it's it's all about The communitary thing. We are, we are all, we all come from the same source of energy. And the planet is from the same source of energy. So when we realize that we are one, and if we don't take care of the planet, we're actually just affecting ourselves. We're killing ourselves. But I feel like I don't know, the switch has not turned in people's heads and took me a while to get that switch turned. That if I don't take care of that, I, I won't. there won't be a planet for me to live in. The human species is going into extinction like other animals living on this planet. And the planet will keep on going. They don't need us. Like the planet does not need the humans to just keep on going. They will keep on rotating. They'll keep going around the sun, blah, 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 blah. And it has been throughout thousands and thousands of years. So it's more about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that's amazing. And I think that you have a very unique view and something that not a lot of people talk about, as you mentioned, and it's truly important to think about how we are very tied to the earth. And when we forget that and we forget our true essence and we forget that we need the earth, therefore we need to take care of it in order to be able to live in it and enjoy it. It comes from our daily choices. It comes from the things we choose to invest in. It comes from the way we choose to live and ultimately the way we choose to dress and the way we spend our money has an effect on that. And by expressing it with your voice and with your content, you are empowering people to be able to talk about it. I know me, for example, now every time I go out to shop, I'm very aware of whether I'm buying something for a trend or if I'm buying something because I actually want it. And in the same way, also choosing to dress, to express myself and to express how I feel. And I think that's a really amazing message and it's definitely resonated with me.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: I love it so much. And I know we had also been talking about before about how sustainability is a very multi-layered topic and it touches on many different things. One of the things that we had mentioned when we were chatting earlier about this is that sustainability can also apply to sustainable habits and a way of living that works for you in the long term. Because when we think of being sustainable, a lot of times we think about it being towards the earth, right? Creating sustainable ways of living on the planet but that also comes down to an individual level of how we create a lifestyle that isn't a quick fix isn't something that's Mm -hmm. gonna only be a band-aid but rather something that will last us for longer so how is your um, your relationship to sustainable living in terms of your habits and the way you go about your days changed over time
0: I feel like the definition of the word sustainability has been taken out of context because it's just, I feel like we directly co- like relate it to the environment. And I feel mm-hmm. like sustainability, it, it's been a trend word. Let's put it like that. Because they think that when they put sustainability into some process or you know brand, they just think that that's just it that's the solution um i have the word so it's not so i like to use the term responsibility instead of sustainability because when a brand is not being sustainable it's not so bad but when the brand is not being responsible that has a little bit more weight society mm-hmm. like to society speaking right So I guess that how I put it in my daily life, of course, I always say this, there's no way for us to be 100% sustainable. And there's no way that a person is going to do everything perfectly. And I feel like we need to simply try as much as we can. You know, I don't do everything perfectly. Sometimes I want to, I'm craving something to eat that it only comes in plastic. I'm not going to murder myself just because I ate that once. I just cuz I do all of these wonderful things without it. But the the point is not really just try to do everything perfectly because when you try to do everything perfectly you stop doing. And it's better to just start somewhere. And that's what pisses me off sometimes um when I create content is that oh but when you stop buying clothes it's not like the brand is going to stop producing them. And I'm like might not be now but if me and thousands of people stop doing it the brand will actually notice that they're not selling the pro- the real problem with all of this situation is that there's no laws there's no legislations just i don't know blocking all of these companies to mass produce and waste there's no fees there's no taxes that just go against it so why would they change something that's there and it's easy and i do think that some brands do not change not because they don't want to, it's because they don't know where to start. I don't really think that all of this, of course, I'm not I'm not going to generalize because who am I to understand all of the companies in the world? But I don't really think that I know they they try but they don't know where to start, so they need someone to talk so they know and start to look for solutions. Because if some someone starts giving them solutions and somebody starts Talking about. And not only me, there's a lot of content creators in sustainability doing this. And I feel like one of the best examples is Slow Factory Foundation, which is founded by Celine. Um I feel like it's Celine Simon. And I do she founded Slow Factory Foundation, which is basically she does open education for everyone. So she gives semesters of classes every Friday which is free but you can donate so it they can keep on going so it's free for for us who may like take the classes but they what they do it's really they pay all of the workers that are working in the foundation but they made it available for everyone so they taught they touch upon so many topics that we don't see in college we don't see in school it's not part of the syllabus which is crazy to think and yeah and if you stop to think about it, it's a very systemic thing. I feel like we—I don't think it's just—it's an opinion. Capitalism is just the big problem of—it's the elephant in the room. But it, like realistically speaking, it's not like it's going anywhere anytime soon. So that's why I always say it's better for us to start doing something ourselves, so that people in higher positions, like politicians—even though I don't like politics—but it takes them to do a change to bring laws and whatever we need to do something so that they can do something about it but if you we don't talk if we don't do the movement why would they do anything Mm -hmm. I feel like it comes from there and about sustainable lifestyle I feel like it started there before fashion really because I start I stopped eating meat seven years ago was it 2015 14 I don't remember now, but it's like six or seven years. So I feel like it started there, and not because of the planet, but it was more about a um, ayurvedic thing. So mm-hmm. I went to an vedic doctor, and she said, Oh, no, you don't digest red meat properly, um, because I had digestive problems." Blah blah blah, and then she said to stop eating. I was like, "Oh, you're crazy! If I'm gonna stop th- eating this forever." Which I did. Call her crazy, but huh, here am I. You never know. And I feel like it, you never know. There's an expression in Portuguese, don't spit up, that it will get down. So, <laughs> And I feel like one thing led to another. So stop eating meat and then connecting with yoga again. Because I was introduced to yoga when I was 12. And then I just do it, did it for two years. And then I started again when I was 19, then I went into college. So I had like a gap of, what, five years of not practicing it. And I started looking inwards and started looking at myself. And I know just analyzing every single thing that was going on in my life. And I started changing my habits. So meditating every day, journaling here and there, therapy, um, vision boarding, um, so many things that made me look to the inside and not looking only to the external. Because I feel like my main problem was consuming so much. I always say that I, you know, the AA meetings. So I go to ACA meetings, so Consumer Anonymous meetings, because I am a consumer in recuperation. Because you know, it's 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 what it is. And I feel like we live in this. So I don't know. This, how is this called in in, in English? That you we want everything for now and everything for like yesterday. So that's what our consumer society has taught us like oh you don't have this now but tomorrow you will have it on store so you can buy it and we are aiming for every item that you buy to break so that you can buy a new one very soon and that comes from the 1920s when like the car culture started that they started doing things so that you can buy new cars new cars new cars all the time i actually learned this in a class yesterday which came really handy right now but it's it's funny to think that we are so, I know we aim to buy external things to just fill whatever we're missing inside. And when I noticed that we're not going to feel anything with external things, it's when it clicked, you know, I really need to deal with all of yeah. these emotions that are going inside of us and then nothing that's external, it's gonna fix it. It's just oh not. my gosh!
1: Before you keep going, I like have so many thoughts and so many things that that kind of sprung up. That's important to talk about. The first thing that 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 you mentioned that I just want to reinforce, and I'll say a couple of things, and then we can dive deeper into each of them. But okay. the first thing that you said that I think is important is that. When it comes to sustainable living and sustainability and all these topics, perfectionism Hmm. is what stops us from doing anything at all, right? You said when you try to be perfect, you just don't do anything. And the same applies to advocating for something. It applies to your habits. It applies to everything. So I think that's something that you mentioned was really important. And then something else also is that, you know, it starts at an individual level and sustainability again Yeah, it starts in an individual level because your choices impact how companies eventually think strategically and all of that. But it also, you know, when you say it starts individually, that applies to how you live your life. And you mentioned that you feel like you started living more sustainably when you started changing your habits and all the changes in your habits that you mentioned are spiritual changes, like not eating as much meat. Because you know, when we're eating meat, we're eating technically something that's dead, which affects our energy, and ultimately, we are impacting the environment as well. But it's also a spiritual change. You mentioned meditation, you mentioned therapy, you mentioned vision boarding and looking within. And then again, then you and then you took it a step even further, which is mentioning how the problem is consumption of content or sorry, consumption. And you were mentioning consumption in the context of items right but also consumption of content and yeah i was
0: gonna go there content
1: Mm -hmm. and is and trying to find external solutions to our internal problems doesn't actually solve the problem and so that's something that's so important we can dive into that even more deeply but the other last thing that you also touched on that i want to emphasize is that this all ties ultimately to instant gratification, right? To wanting it now. And that ultimately also ties to manifestation. Because when we're trying to manifest anything, we have to let go of instant gratification. Because the whole point yeah. of manifesting and seeing the manifestations come true is surrendering. And it's trusting that they might not happen in this moment. They might happen in months or years. So God. Yeah. it ties to so many different things. Like, not only the spiritual changes in your habits, but also the trying the act of trying to solve an internal problem with external solutions and how ultimately 100%. it comes down to trusting the process and the timeline that it will take
0: for you. It's it's crazy to think about it like that because we are fed we're feeding information. No, we're fed information for 20, like twenty four seven, right? Mm-hmm. So we see we consume content all the time. So we see people selling stuff all the time. So we think that we have to buy all the time. But who made that rule? Like, why, why does that even make sense? It doesn't even make sense, you know? Why would I need a new shirt every week? It makes absolutely no sense. It it said on, I don't remember where I read this, but there's a study that said that per year, back in the 1960s we had like i don't know we purchased nine items per year or not even and now we're set to consume 68 items per year due to fast fashion due to um micro it's not even micro trends it's nano trends because they, there's a new trend every what three weeks um and it's just that. It's, trying to fill the holes thinking that oh my god that external thing is just gonna make me so happy at the moment and it's not <laughs> it's like it's really really not I thought I wasn't that position when I was in college I thought that when I would I don't know I was mad at a teacher because it's a he and he or she said at the time they didn't like something about my collection I got pissed and then I went shopping because I will I don't know it was I don't know Gonna fix my problems, not even fix my problems. I don't know, put a band-aid to whatever was going on, but it just stayed in and in and in, and then it got you know, solid and it made me bad physically, you know. And when you start to think about all of the repressed emotions that you have, and you think that you can just you know put a substitution to material, it's crazy, it's absolutely crazy. But yeah, Yeah. it did start from a spiritual journey because, well, my rising is in Pisces, so it makes sense. Um,
1: Yeah, so let's dive deeper into that. Share with us how your spiritual journey progressed. You know, you mentioned that it started a lot with stopping your consumption of meat in the past and eventually evolved into yoga and therapy. So let's dive deeper into that and share a little bit about what happened
0: um, on your I've always been a very intuitive person. I feel like I didn't trust it as much when I was younger because I feel it was all bullshit, you know. When we'll we we'll when we young, well we're we'll still young, but when I was younger, <laughs> um we're kind of stupid, you know. You think everything it's bullshit. Um sorry, I don't know if we can curse here, but we think everything is just, you know, whatever. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> um and I don't know, I fought it so much because spirituality I feel like it was introduced to me from a very young age because my mom is very spiritual connected you know and first connection to I don't know spiritual guides or spiritual path was because I was an athlete growing up I played tennis since I was five until I was 15 so 10 years being an athlete and I started yoga when I was 12 I was living in Mexico at the time, and it's because I was lacking concentration for the longest time. So, imagine me middle of a train like training, and I saw a cat entering the room like the the court, and I got distracted with the cat, and I was I stopped playing. So yoga was introduced into my life because of those type of situations. And something that I've actually been talking about this a lot with my mom is that when we left Mexico that my mom was super into yoga already she was studying to be a teacher and all of that our yoga teacher at the time which I consider him a brother he told my mom I could lead you into the spiritual journey but it's not her time yet I tried but it's not her time yet and that's the beautiful thing of yoga it's that you will be ready to practice it and understand it and let it in into your life when you're prepared to look into yourself and look to every single thing that you have to offer in this world. And and it's, I feel like that's beautiful because today I see myself working with sustainability, working in an industry that it's super complicated. And it's, I don't know. There's a lot of political things going on there. Um, And then from my content creation in that I got my job with an Ayurvedic medicine cosmetic brand, which is 100% sustainable, 100% organic. It's cruelty free. It's everything that you don't want to expect from an industry, but it's because it's real. It's so from the essence and connected to a spiritual thing because Ayurvedic medicine comes from, I don't know, 5,000 years ago. Like their books is 5,000 years old. And now you think it's connected because in yoga we see a lot of that, but it's not so deep down, but it has a direct correlation. And one thing is leading to another. And now you see me talking about traveling to India, trying, I don't know, maybe do a teacher training in the future. It's something that I never expected. (laughs) <laughs> I, please oh my god please I swear it's one of those things that I never thought that I was going to be in this position I really never thought about it because I was so blocked into my spirituality because it's one of my challenges since I have my rising in Pisces I feel like me denying it was keeping me from evolving in, let's put it in a faster way quote-unquote 'Cause I feel like everything happens in the same moment that it has to happen. Sometimes it can happen faster or slower. It depends on how open you are to things evolving. But I don't know, I feel like spirituality, it's it's so big of a topic, you know? And I'm no perfect sometimes. I really don't meditate. Sometimes i really don't want to pray sometimes i really don't want to practice gratitude but at the end of the day it's one of those (laughs) things that you stop to do and it makes i don't know it feels like it makes so much sense it feels you feel alive it's like oh my god i am actually alive i'm healthy i have a home there's so many people that don't have those things yeah and and they might seem so simple but
1: they're a lot it means a lot it's so true honestly you're you're reminding me i've been little bit off of my meditation and gratitude list game so i need to get back to it because it makes a huge difference and it's simple like it'll probably take 20 minutes of your day 10 minutes to meditate 10 even less to write out your gratitudes or say them out loud so it's very small shifts that can make a huge change in your life and your energy and your state of being so you know you mentioned that spirituality is a very multi-layered topic and it started with your Yoga experience eventually evolved into Ayurveda and learning about your eating style. But yeah. what does spirituality mean to you?
0: I feel like it's a way of reconnecting to a higher energy. Because we talked about this before. We well, I believe that we did like reincarnate in this three-dimensional world because we chose to unlearn all everything that we had learned in past lives. For us to see it from a different perspective it's very hard for a human brain to associate that but at the end of the day it makes sense look i don't know at least for me it makes a lot of sense and i feel like spirituality is a way of us to just reconnect to that very pure energy it's the purest energy that exists you know we we always talk about connecting to our inner child. And why is that? Because our inner, ch- the ch- children are pure. They're the purest essence of energy. Then they are losing all of that brightness growing up because, you know, we grew up or adults and then things of work, things of school, blah, 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 blah. But every time that we connect to a child, it's very pure. So when we connect to our spirituality, it's just connecting to that pure energy, which is really our essence. So when we remember who we are, we just decide to continue our the path that we were meant to be. So that's why people, mm-hmm. when we say that we're lost, it's because we think that the path that we were going was not right because it seems so unreal sometimes.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that definition. And I love how you mentioned your also beliefs regarding reincarnation, because I, I agree, I believe in reincarnation. I know some people don't, but I think what you said about us coming back into the 3D world to forget everything we know and relearn it from a new perspective, to mm-hmm. learn in a new way even more deeply. And ultimately, when we connect to our spirituality, we're connecting to a very pure energy Which ultimately, if we think of gratitude, or if we think of meditation and our inner energy field, it's there. Gratitude is a very high vibrational energy, but it's really easy to take things for granted. It's really easy to feel disconnected from that energy. And there's so many ways in which we can get disconnected from that. When we are stuck in this cycle of always wanting to do more and have more and achieve more and how we're going to change our life and how we're going to do different things that we forget to look at what's happening now and be grateful. And that's why ultimately yeah. that is the first step to manifesting anything. <laughs> you have to be grateful for it. You already have.
0: You I have learned that with you actually.
1: That. Really?
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I've been practicing manifestation and vision boarding and whatever, but I feel like in, it started to, I always practiced practiced gratitude because i like to pray at night before going to bed and just be grateful for another day and everything that i have because i feel like that's a way of me connecting to a higher energy well me for me god for other people whatever you believe in i feel like it's all the same energetic it's energy is just different religions or or whatever but when you taught taught me about scripting actually um, and then you mentioned that for us to practice scripting, which is journaling in the present moment of something that we want to happen, we actually need to practice gratitude for the universe to understand that we are ready to receive more. But I didn't even do it because of that. I started making it because it made so much sense to be grateful for what I already had. It was not even from, I really want to manifest this to just an instant gratification It was not even from that. And right now I just have a bedside in my bedside table. I have my gratitude journal and every day I write on it. Sometimes when I don't want to write on them, I do, I pray. And I am thankful for 10 things that happened in my day. And it can be the little, like the smallest things it can be. Oh, I'm grateful for, I don't know this certain amount of followers that I have today in my Instagram. Or, oh, that this, that today I saw this uh, woman in the street that offered me a flower. Or that I went to the supermarket and I found the apples that I was looking for. You know, those little things that sometimes we don't stop to analyze it. And we we can be so, I don't know, we are so full of that. We just and we take them for granted. Yeah. It's so powerful. And I love that you mentioned even that, you know, like
1: finding the apple that you we're looking for or wanted.
0: Like, yeah. As simple
1: as that, where I'm grateful for breathing, or like, I'm grateful I'm healthy and well. I'm grateful I have water to drink. So many it's of these literally things. literally that. So I love that. And I love that I was able to, to be a little piece in your gratitude journey. In terms of manifesting, share a little bit also about how you learned about manifestation for the first time and how your relationship to manifesting has evolved.
0: I feel like manifestation came instantly. I mean, it just, it arrived when I did a a yoga initiation. Then my mom forced me to go, (laughs) actually, fun story. Um, She did this teacher training at, um, there's there's a lot of types of yoga, right? But this one is called um, Kriyahata Yoga, which is from the lineage of Babaji. That he's from the northern part of India, right? So I actually, have him the image of him in my little altar because I really I have my my entities, my candles, my everything. I love it so much. Everywhere that I go, I just have it in my room. Um. And what was I saying? What was I saying? <laughs> How manifestation how manifestation, oh, manifestation you in yeah yeah i have this little brain fart moments anyway <laughs> so in that initiation that's there's three initiations that's that meant for everyone and then if you want to do the teacher training you have to get the three of them done and then do the teacher training but in the first one they teach you seven types of meditation and seven types of prana which are breathing exercises so there's a lot you know and then And one of the, actually two days of meditation is the visualization um, meditation. So you visualize whatever you want to manifest. So I don't know, if I want to picture myself traveling to, I don't know, Cambodia to help do volunteer work, I will sit there and meditate and imagine that I'm in that scenario and living step by step of what's going on. So I feel like that was the first connection to that type of thing. And it's, it's amazing to think how that works because when I was living in Venezuela in 2015, we had to be um, taken away from the country because it was super dangerous at the time because Maduro had just stepped in as president and whatever, beyond the point. I sat down meditating with my mom and we were, Doing the visualization meditation, and in that meditation, i I was visualizing myself in a plane living the live in Venezuela with my mom, and I remember it so clearly. Like the number twenty three was there, and the day that we traveled was the twenty third, which it didn't make sense at the time because it came in some form of a song, and I was like. What the hell? Does it doesn't make even it doesn't even make sense. How is this happening? So I feel like that's what the first memory of me manifesting something. Um, and then I got a little disconnected from that, and lately, well, I feel like from three years to now, me starting to do vision boards, or like to I feel like I did started doing it in in COVID. I started putting a lot of images that I thought that make sense, sense in my life. So visualizing where I wanted to be, um, what I wanted to be doing, um, what was my dream job, what are some activities that I wanted to learn, some something that I wanted to experience. So I remember that my first vision board I had, um, there's still there are images that are still there that from the first vision board, I just update them from time to time. Um which is hilarious that I'm looking at it right now and it has like protect the planet and then it has like surfing and it has yoga and then my first vision board I had a ukulele because I wanted to learn how to play the ukulele and I feel like it was two months in from my vision board and I bought a ukulele for me to learn how to play a ukulele and I feel like I was like ah, okay you put it there because you wanted to learn but I feel like it's a way of me of as well picturing what I I want to be doing in the future. Like, I see myself doing that. So why not just try it? So I feel like it takes, yes, the universe to manifest a lot of things, but it also takes a lot of God for us to go for the things that we're dreaming, you know? We need to work in the same direction that the universe is working with us. Sometimes when things are not working, I was talking about this yesterday with a friend, and it's like sometimes things are really just not meant to happen and we're forcing it so much because we think we're, we're just stubborn and think that that's what's it and that's what's it and that's what's it and it's not and when you accept that it's not everything starts to flow so easily and it's crazy And and yeah, I feel like Vision boards were something that helps me a lot because I'm a visual person, <laughs> as a general idea. But I feel like scripting is one of the biggest connections that I had to manifestation because, wow. yeah, and, and it's so funny because you introduced it to me and I've recommended to every <laughs> single person that asks me about manifestation or whatever when they're open to talk about it because I'm not gonna force anything that people. Who am I to force an? A, my opinion about something. I can talk about it like we're talking here. Um, but scripting was so amazing because I feel like sometimes you think that you want something, but when you're scripting, it feels like it's a, an energy that it's really from your soul. I don't know if it's going to make sense, but bear with me. So when you're writing things down in paper, not in computer, but in paper with a pencil, you're writing things down and it feels like your soul is just, I don't know, downloading into your hand. and you're writing things that you don't really think that you're going to write. And you're like, yes. wow. And, and everything starts to make sense. And I remember the first thing that I scripted was about um, my social media growing, right? Because it was stuck and I did not want I did not know what I was going to do, but I, I always added that I wanted to be helping the planet. I didn't know how, because I was I was feeling very lost at the time, and I started scripting and everything started to make so much so much so much sense. And now that I I look back at my script, I feel like my first scripting was what back in March maybe April.
1: Yeah, when we first met, probably.
0: Yeah, and it was after that we recorded the podcast, and then I did that, and I feel like it took what three months, but for me constantly you know gratification with praying with doing inner work you know it's it's hard it's not easy it's i mean we talking about is. it with yeah it's hard he, he, healing it's hard and we talk about it like if it's we're we're very light right now because we've gone through the process and we're probably gonna mm. go to a lot of more processes mm. but right now i feel so light that it's funny because I did coaching work as well. Right. And after like the three, three sessions that we had that my Instagram started to grow and I found my niche into sustainable fashion. She, we, she picked up the call and she was like, Oh my God, you're, you're shining. Like what happened? And I started telling it everything. I was like, I never seen anyone being so um how is this called intrigue so open to what the universe has to offer just it's like telling the universe universe you can open whatever door you want and this was actually my prayer every night it's like i am open to wherever you're leading me just guide me that i'll listen even if it's hard because sometimes the path oh. is hard but and something that i learned with gary v in mm-hmm. one of his videos was that we need to understand that we need to fall in love with the process fall in love with the mud All of the dirt that is in the way, all the rocks, all the scratches, all the scars. Because once once you get there, you'll see that you have all of that beautiful path they had to go through to get there. It's not Mm -hmm. gonna be the only path. There's gonna be a lot of paths. But and that's also from yoga that I learned a lot. It's not about getting Mm -hmm. to a specific pose and oh my god, I wanna do the handstand. It's not about doing the handstand. It's about all the process and all of the work that you put, all of the sweat that you put to get into the handstand.
1: Yeah. And I think that's so important, you know, learning that it really ends up being about that. It really ends up being about the process and the journey. And when we're always thinking about the result and we're always thinking about where we're going to get to and the next thing, we're never being grateful. We're never taking a minute to stop and to look around and to, and to take in <laughs> everything that's already coming true in this moment and to appreciate the growth as it happens. And that's super yeah. important. And also, really important that you mention how that's not necessarily to say that it's going to be picture perfect and easy peasy, like far from opposite. It's actually difficult, it's challenging, it brings up wounds, it's muddy, it's dirty not dirty it's shadowy it it triggers you and it's going to bring up difficult emotions and a lot of letting go of control and releasing that need to know everything so I think that's super important and you also mentioned how sometimes we're trying to force something so Hmm. much that it's not meant to be and something that's just not in alignment even though we and a lot of times we even feel that inside we feel that resistance we feel that lack of alignment but we keep pushing it and pushing it and that's when we experience what is i think it's in in sanskrit they call it karma right that's karma like karma and dharma right karma is a roadblock karma is the difficulties that keep coming up because it's literally not meant for you and obviously there's a difference sometimes That's the universe testing your commitment after something's already begun to flow. But there's other times when it's just coming from a place of forcing and struggle constantly, which a lot of times is from us trying to control the process. And so that's why I really like the prayer that you mentioned, you know, staying open and letting things flow as they're supposed to without us necessarily having to know everything.
0: It's just open your arms to everything that, the universe gives you. I feel like that's the essence of everything. You know, it's I feel like we come here to learn. We are always going to keep learning as long as we're alive. There's absolutely no way that, Oh, I, I went to school. I went to college and I'm done learning. <laughs> come on. Life is the school. Life is the school. And that's it. It's mm-hmm. when you accept the fact that we are not in control, everything starts to flow. For It's very cliche that I say that we need to live in the present moment, but it is true. And I know it's hard because for me sometimes, come on, I, I'm i a dreamer. Of course, I'm going to to be dreaming about a lot of things that I want in my life. And I have so many ideas and so many projects that I want to do. But at the same time, when I stop for a second and analyze everything that's going on at the moment, all the doors open. When I stopped um wanting to move out of Brazil again because I wanted to create content in, in English or that I wanted to create content in, in Spanish, and I start and I stopped pushing that and I started creating content in Portuguese. That's when you grew. My social media grew. So Wow, because you were in the present moment.
1: You were in the now. I you were was like, in the present okay, like, like, moment. Remember... Like, why am I trying to create something for something that doesn't even exist yet? Like, why am I not making use of where I'm at right now?
0: Yeah, like I'm currently in Brazil. I have so many opportunities here. At the time, I, I didn't see any of them because I was not creating content in Portuguese. And when I stopped and I was like, okay, I'm not going to move out of here anytime soon. At least I don't see it at the moment. So let me take advantage of everything that is given to me as an opportunity here. And that got my social media growth. That got me amazing friendships from social media that are in the sustainable industry. And you as well, because you know, (laughs) besties. I love you. (laughs) Um, I love you more. And it, it brought me partnerships. It brought me my new job where I'm working at the moment. So when you really just let go of all the control, things are thrown to you. And I just, I, I'm going to call my mom now because it's something that makes so much sense. She says, we don't come to this world to suffer. We decide to suffer. Humans decide to suffer. Mm-hmm. So when we live in the past, we we decide to suffer. When we live in the future, we decide to suffer in advance. So just make something out of this problem maybe it's not even that big of a problem we just decide to make things so much bigger than they actually are and it's about going back to the being grateful for everything that we have so i don't know that 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 always made sense in my life but i feel like today i don't fight it so much i I, i'm i'm almost not fine no not fight it at all you know
1: yeah Wow. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. That's incredible. And I think that ultimately brings us back to this present moment. It brings us back to the importance of gratitude, which we've emphasized a few times. Now, I want to do a couple of rapid fire questions to close off the episode. Are you ready? Or well, yeah, of
0: course.
1: Okay. What is your favorite quote or a
0: mantra that you live by? Um, That it's never too late to be whoever you want to be. And actually, that's a quote that I have there in a little frame. That's by Scott Fitzgerald. And it's Love never it. late. It's, you just need to go for it. Love it.
1: What's your favorite yoga pose?
0: I like the pigeon pose and it's a Mm. it's a pose that not a lot of people like because (laughs) it's a lot of first chakra energy and it's a lot of opening but i feel like that's why i like it so much because it allows me to free all of the stagnant energy and that's there you know it's like okay Mm -hmm. let me let go and i've cried so many times in that pose but it's because i'm letting go
1: beautiful what has been the biggest lesson that you've learned in life so far?
0: There's so many. Let me see. Wait. Um, I feel like love loving myself really. That when I start doing things for myself, I can actually start doing things for other people.
1: Feel your own. Compass? Because yeah amazing who's your favorite spiritual
0: teacher oh my god you're making hard questions (laughs) (laughs)
1: um
0: i feel like i'm gonna say my first yoga teacher because he was the first one that introduced me to this world um his name is santiago but I feel like currently. I, I don't know. I, I cannot say there's so many.
2: <laughs> um,
0: but I feel like my mom is one of my my closest <laughs> spiritual awakenings. Yeah, she's one of even though I I fight a lot with not fight fighting, not in the sense of physically fighting, but I mean I just don't want to contradict myself. She doesn't want to contradict herself, and then we just fight because we're stupid and that's it. <laughs> but um but yeah she's one of the 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 person who I can talk to this the most at home because yeah. we're the both the witchy woo woo people here <laughs>
1: <laughs> love that Um, do you have a spirit animal
0: I used to say pandas in the past because they're amazing they're super fluffy but I feel like today I don't know, I consider myself like a dolphin or something. Very free-spirited. <laughs> very yes. happy. Um, yes. In the ocean, sea, I'm super connected to water. So if I can live by the ocean, I feel like I will be the happiest human.
1: Oh yeah, same. Same here.
0: We <laughs> will.
1: We will, no, we will. come um, on,
0: yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, last and final question. What's something that makes you feel like your higher self?
0: When I do my routine, I feel like when I, I start to not even start when I decide that I'm going to take care of myself that I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to, well, I'm doing that right Mm -hmm. now, which is great. And I feel like I'm so connected to myself and my essence that that's what I'm feeling so great lately. It's because I wake up early, I meditate, then I go to the gym because it makes so good to my mental health. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Endorphins are just the best friend that I have at the moment. (laughs) Beyond you and other friends, but endorphins are just amazing. Um, And then, you know, just taking care of myself, Um, I I don't know, taking care of, of with products that are real, you know, with treating myself with Ayurvedic medicine, with food, not even, you know, being annoyed by calories or being annoyed by the food. It's just like, just not being all of that pressure of numbers, society, diet culture. I feel like in general, it's just having a routine that makes sense to me. If it doesn't make sense to the rest of the world. I don't care because it's not about them. It's about me making sense to myself. Yes. I sound selfish, but at the end of the day, we nope. are, we, we need are, more selfish are all, women. Yes. And we need, we need to understand that our bodies are vehicle for us to learn everything that we have to learn in this lifetime. And if we don't take care of it, it's, we're not going to learn everything that we have to learn. So yep. let's Ultimately, take care of ourselves. Yes. Love ourselves accept yeah. ourselves and it's okay to fall there's a lot of rocks in the in the floor you know maybe throw the rock out of the window it's fine you know <laughs> go to the sea throw the rock at the sea but don't carry them and then you know it's gonna be heavy if you start carrying all the rocks and you see in the wing i don't know if that made sense oh my God, but my no, that's, ma- the,
1: that's the perfect way to close <laughs> off the episode just be light you know let's like live yeah let be a little lighter on ourselves and treat ourselves with more freedom and, and care and all of that. So thank you so much for coming on today's episode. This was so much fun. I loved everything we talked about. I'm so excited for other people to hear it. I'm sure they soaked up all the goodness. So to close off, just tell them where tell the listeners where they can find you. And thank you again for coming on.
0: Uh, Thank you for having me, amiga. I love you so much. Love um you. special shout out to mafe because she introduced us. So, Maffei, if you're Amazing. listening to this,
1: we love you and we're very grateful. We love you so you. much.
0: We're very very grateful. Um you can all find me on my social media that's Julia, so it's with a G, so G I U L I A, Canineo, which is C A N I N E O, and that's on I was going to say Twitter. I don't have Twitter. Come on, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> you can find me on my tiktok and my instagram that's that um maybe i'll be start i start posting content in english but at the moment i'm only in portuguese but you can go check it out you can chat a little bit about everything
1: and you can see the friendly person
0: instagram does translations, i think so everyone can check it out there you go give me solutions that i didn't see beautiful there you go thank Thank you once again for having
1: me thank you I hope you have
0: an amazing rest of your day. See you soon. Bye, loves.
2: Yes. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?